0: Welcome to the Health & Harmony Podcast, where we discuss all things mind, body, and soul. Everything we delve into has the intention of helping you to create a healthy balance between your internal and external realities. We reveal the tools
1: and techniques you'll need to expand your life and grow into the amazing and authentic person you are meant to be. Whether you've just started your journey or already on your way, we are here to help guide you with all of the information you'll need. Join us each week as we discuss the insights that will give you the guidance needed to help you on your journey.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Health and Near Health... Oh my god, if I could interrupt (laughs) correctly, I'm at the Health and Harmony podcast podcast. We are back to recording on Monday mornings and you can hear that um, it obviously doesn't do so well with my current brain. But we are starting season three currently of Health and Harmony. Can't believe we're already on season three, but... Season three is beginning now, and we are going to focus a lot on self-care. So all the discipline, dis- Oh my goodness. All the <laughs> aspects of self-care. Um, specifically in this episode, we'll touch on the physical, because that's obviously surface level. So without further ado, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> when you love something. You have ways of showing your love. So you'll water your garden, you feed your cats, and you do sweet little things for your loves. That's what self-care is for you. It's about turning that love, attention, and affection towards yourself. You need love too. It becomes so much easier to have a functional relationship when you aren't living day-to-day deprived of the things that make you feel good. It becomes easier when you aren't constantly living in a deficit of love me, make me happy, make me feel valued voids that are constantly yearning for other people to fill you can give those things to yourself
1: so self-care is all about communicating with your soul and saying hey what do you need right now then actually doing it self-care is different for everyone and changes with moods and situations it helps you figure out a step-by-step plan on what to do when you're sick tired sad stressed out anxious and all the emotions in between self-care helps stop the spiral of destructive emotions it gives you something to focus on when you feel yourself feel yourself starting to break down (laughs) it's your greatest ally when it comes to coping with life in a healthy and productive way so yeah, we just put that little thing together. I think it's so important for people to realize how important self-care is. I think in today's world, um, like self-care is kind of frowned upon because there's, I mean, there's that, that saying self-care isn't selfish, which is 100% true. But I think a lot of people still view it as a selfish activity. Um, but I think what we want to focus on with this series that we're doing on self-care is that there are so many aspects to self-care. Not just sipping on tea in the garden, listening to the birds with a face mask on, journaling, you know, there's all those like cool fun activities that you can add to your self-care routine, but it goes so much deeper than just the activities that you can do. I think that's why we wanted to do this series, because we've broken it down into eight categories that you can work on your self-care slash self-love slash self-worth slash self-confidence slash all those beautiful things. Um, And yeah, we just wanted to to bring light to these aspects within your life that you need to bring self-care into. And I think a lot of them will actually be quite interesting and shock you because I don't think people realize that you can bring self-care into so many aspects of your life. So that's what we want to help you with with the series that we're doing.
0: I love that with with this whole self-care thing, like you were talking about with the face mask and sitting outside. And it just made me think about all those self-care activities that people usually do, that we all do. Everyone knows the reason you do them is because you feel so much better afterwards. And that's what self-care work is gonna do for you. So yes, it is putting on a face mask and sitting outside and feeling great afterwards, but also like Rock said, with all the topics that we're going to cover if you're able to put self-care or practice self-care in every one of those aspects of your life the way that you're going to feel after is a million times better than the way you feel after a face mask because the work is so much deep as well so the gratification is also just so much larger
1: yes yeah i think yeah you've hit the nail on the head there like it's so important to do those little things that you find like instantly lift your spirits. But there's a lot of harder aspects of self-care that once you actually put into place, make self-care so much easier. And am not in terms of obviously putting on a face mask because anyone can do that, but uh-huh. maybe in, like setting and enforcing boundaries, like having open communication in areas that will like boost relationships, boost whatever it may be. So we're excited to start chatting about this uh, self-care series and today like we said we're going to be focusing on physical so physical obviously is everything that has to do with your physical body your temple your the sack of meat that carries your soul so (laughs) that's what we'll be focusing on today I think it's so important and I think we'll start with the easier ones and move on to the more difficult ones throughout the series, but we thought physical would be the easiest because obviously we all know that's like, if you have a happy, healthy, um, able body, it makes doing everything else a lot easier. Um, and you'll have the energy, you'll have the vitality, you'll have whatever you need to do the rest of the stuff as we progress through the series. So I think with physical, it's just so important for you. Like we say, you do you, Ru, we're gonna give you guidelines and information that you can use and whatever resonates with you. But like we always say, you don't have to do it all. You don't have to do it in the way that we tell you, but it's just a guideline for you to have an overall idea of what contributes to physical self-care. So I think the most important thing um, is to just feel into your body and be more in touch and in tune with your body and see what it needs. I mean, if your mouth's dry, you already know you are thirsty. So it's the same thing with all the rest of the things we're gonna be talking about today and so yeah I don't know if you
0: want to hop in first yeah I think just with the before we even go into the list of things like you were saying it's so important to to just know that with the physical if you're able to like we speak in our other episodes if you're able to water your own cup it becomes easier to do this in other aspects of your life and the self-care like Rox was saying if your mouth is dry like you know if you need an extra hour of sleep or a nap because you feel tired and you'll get to the point eventually where you're going to start falling asleep behind the wheel or while watching tv or whatever it is because you are so sleep deprived that you have to eventually give yourself that sleep so take these little steps and avoid yourself from getting to the point where you feel so burnt out or you feel so run down that you have completely avoided giving yourself any self-love or self-care so mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: let's just dive into this list of the physical since the physical like rox is saying is pretty much the easiest. Um, But the first one is like I was talking about about now is sleep. So, I mean, you know, when you need to sleep, you know, when you've slept enough, you know, that feeling of waking up in the morning and feeling fully recharged. Sleep is so important. And I don't think people realize how many changes also happen when we're asleep. So you're having, I mean, yes, we fully grown adults now, but i watch it with Bella and having a baby and knowing that when they are sleeping that's when all their developmental changes are happening that's when their their minds growing their brain their bodies are growing everything all these special important things happen when we sleep and i think sleep just carries on being such an important part of your life for the rest of your life and we live in a society where we are go 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 and everyone's actually awarded for only sleeping two hours or being the person when you arrive to examine the morning and say, Oh my goodness, I only had 45 minutes of sleep. And then someone else is like, shit, maybe I didn't study enough. Cause you know, I had a full night of sleep, but you probably prepared differently. So it's never okay to brag about not having sleep. Like, yes, we can talk about it, but we need to fix that because you are going to reach a point where you will be super run down.
1: Yeah. I think it's so important because like you said, there is this hustle like society hustle culture where people are praised for um, putting in more hours of work and therefore having less hours of sleep. But at the end of the day, sleep is so important. Like not only is it recharging your batteries, but like Bee said, it's like your developmental, it's when your body rests, it's when it recuperates and when it, it's when it heals. Um It does so, your body does so much. It um, also normalizes and regulates hormones and all that stuff. So when you um lack in sleep, you are actually halting so many processes in your body that will just set you back in terms of rest recovery and all of those things. Um, And I think especially in this time where we are faced with this pandemic, keeping your immune system is, um, your immune system strong is so important. And I mean, obviously everything we're going to cover in this episode with physical health is going to boil down to a strong immune system. But I think sleep is one of the most important things that really does boost your immune system. So just so important to get that rest. Not only will you stop yourself from burning out, um, feeling tired all the time. And that leads to feeling demotivated, feeling angry, feeling irritable. And those are all the things you want to avoid because those are not going to contribute to your physical health. It's also going to help you to boost that immune system, which will keep you healthier, which means in the long term, you'll be more productive because you won't have any downtime. So yeah, sleep, I think is like numero uno when it comes to everything, because if you're not recharging restoring rebooting and then you're not going to be able to be productive um at, with energy and motivation and all the good things the next day agreed <laughs> <laughs> scene, i just see you nodding. in like cool okay then the next um thing that is so imperative to physical self-care and well-being is movement and like we said again you do you do, whatever works for you but i think it's so important just to make sure that you're getting a balance of stretching cardio fitness and it doesn't have to be like running a 21k it can literally just be going for a walk just getting your heart rate up more than usual when you're lounging around all day and then doing some kind of resistance training because that's the only thing that's going to make you a little bit stronger so i mean again you don't have to go and become a power lifter but doing something like yoga i find is actually a really good thing because i found it incorporates like the resistance training, even though you're not pushing against anything, just the holding of your body weights like activates all your muscles. Um, And obviously you get the stretching. And if you're doing quite a like intense flow, then that can also incorporate the cardio elements. So yeah, I think it's just so important to incorporate movement into your day every day, whether it's 10 minutes or two hours. I mean, we all different. We all have different schedules. We all have different um priorities but again health should be our know, number one priority especially during what we're going through now and i think movement is such a beautiful way to just also connect with your physical body i mean it's the most physical thing that we have for ourselves that is ours and that we can control and that we can contribute towards so in doing movement you are actively doing something that betters your body the way it feels the way it looks the way it performs I
0: mean, continue all the boxes. Hmm. I even find with, I mean, when you're in a really good workout regime or like program or I mean, I think program is the wrong word to use. I rather use the word lifestyle because I know with myself before I fell pregnant and even throughout my pregnancy, I was, I always have been really active. I enjoyed working out moving my body was something that was really important to me on a daily. And then obviously after having Bella, my priorities are in a different, they're not in a different place now because I obviously still have to prioritize myself, but that's what happens. You have a baby, you have a newborn, and that's where everything, all your time and energy goes into. And I've noticed the biggest difference in my mental shift from not working out and that's why I want to really, really just put so much emphasis on this for you guys. And just to know that if you are feeling demotivated and you you feel like, you know, it's really hard to get back on the bandwagon, like Rock says, start with a walk, start with something small, start with a short yoga flow, whatever it is. But you need to get back into that again. I'm currently in the in the process of starting to work out again, and I've been doing it a few times a week. And it's already starting to help me feel better mentally. And it's just knowing that you've done something good for your body, for yourself and being able to be like, you know what? Working out doesn't make you accomplished at the end of the day, but it makes you feel better about yourself mentally and whatever's going on with you and to gain physical strength and to be able to feel strong are amazing things that we really take for granted. And that's why I say when you're in that scheduled lifestyle and you are so used to working out every single day. It becomes the norm and your mind and your body are so used to that, that that's what you thrive off of. And when it stops, it hits you like a ton of bricks sometimes because you just feel like, how am I going to get back to where I was? And instead of looking back and going, "You know, I need to work out to be how I was, or I need to be as fit as I was. I just need to be better than I was yesterday. And that's what you guys need to remember because I'm struggling with that at the moment. So I just thought, let me put that out there. If there's anyone else that's going through the same thing, not alone.
1: (laughs) I love that and it's so crazy because I was like I'm trying to do a week of dancing because I'm just feeling so called to dance like even though Mm -hmm. I don't know what kind of dancing I want to do um and this morning like the one dance class started off with all these jumping jacks and stuff and I was just like gassing out (laughs) and I was like oh my gosh Roxanne you're so unfit um imagine going because like I don't know if you guys saw but me and B were doing boxing for a stage. That was obviously quite intense fitness. And I was like, I would literally die in a boxing class right now. But then I was like, you know what? I can't compare myself to what I was two, three months ago. Like I'm doing something. I've made the time. I've showed up for myself. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So I'm happy with what I'm doing. And I think also, like you said, it not only does movement contribute to your physical health, but it also contributes to your mental health. So, I mean, it's a no-brainer just incorporating whatever it is that makes you feel good on a daily that gets your body moving so you don't go into rigor mortis is really going to help you in your
0: yeah way. i'm feeling rigor mortis at the moment let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> so. you can't even
1: touch your toes like what is happening
0: <laughs> literally i don't even think my feet cannot even go flat in a down dog at the moment like it's it's really bad but we'll get there guys we'll get there, we'll get there. <laughs> okay and then the next one is physical release. So, just as much as physical exercise is on the one the one side of things, or if you want to call it, I was going to say it in the grand scheme of things, that's not even the right way to say that. Um, physical release. So, you need to be able to release pent up energy. You need to be able to move energy through your body throughout the day. Um, we're doing it in all different ways throughout the day, but in order to have that physical release there are things such as sex, there's things like dancing, there's things that make you move your body in ways that allow you to release emotion and also just to regenerate your energy from the beginning. And I think also all of these things that are related to physical release for well, a lot of the examples for me are, and probably for most people, are things that really make you feel good afterwards. And probably while you're doing it as well. I mean, if we're using sex, as an example it should be an, an exciting <laughs> for you. You And with dance, dance, dance. too <laughs> I could see Rox is laughing at me already. <laughs> it should be it should be a good experience for you and you should feel good afterwards and just like when you dance I mean whether you're doing what Rox is doing now and watching YouTube videos and doing a dance in your lounge or if you're going out on the weekends and having a little dance with your friends, it feels so great to dance and to move your body and to just feel, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I can literally feel the energy when I dance. And that's the same thing as rocks. I know that's why she's probably also doing her seven, seven days of, da- of dancing, but physical release is super important.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that we store like pent up emotions and that's all emotions, frustration, anger, um jealousy whatever it may be we store it in our body so this physical release is so important and i mean like we said whatever works for you if that's screaming into a pillow or lying on the floor and throwing a tantrum like okay probably do it in the privacy of your own like home (laughs) not somewhere (laughs) in public just do whatever you feel you need to do to like flick off these stagnant energies that you have like stuck within your body um A really cool way to do this is through dance. But like, I think it's a completely different type of dance where it's like free flowing. You like just do whatever feels right to you. Like if you want to run around and like bounce against the walls and then roll along on the floor and that's what you feel like is going to work to get rid of whatever emotion you're feeling like stuck in, then do that. Um, Sex, like uh, B said, is a really good way. But also like screaming, Um, there's a really cool thing as well it's like a tremor something tremor I can't remember exactly what it's called but it's actually like you can go to someone and they can help you do it but you literally like shake your body and it shakes all the stagnant energy and stuff out of you and they were even saying like if you look at an animal that has like almost been attacked by a lion or has just been put in a threatening situation like they always shake themselves off afterwards to shake off that like excess trauma and energy, which is so interesting. So there is so much science behind this like physical release, whichever way you find. I mean, you don't have to shake around like a mad thing, but if you want to try it, try it. It will probably make you feel a lot better. I think physical release is such a cool way and a free and easy way to contribute to your physical health and again, your mental health, because this is getting rid of like those things that no longer serve you through movement, basically. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like nodding. No. Okay, I guess that means we're done with
0: that topic. Sometimes, no. Sometimes, <laughs> when the camera freezes, I'm like nodding because I'm just hoping that I didn't miss your sentence, but I got it there. Okay, sick, sick. Okay, then the next um
1: topic for physical um self care is healthy food, but not just healthy food. Also, your like healthy eating habits, and of course. Hydration, because I think those two go hand in hand. Um, so, you know, you've, you'll know by now, me and B do not believe in diets and restrictions and um, doing the same thing every day. Like we more of that intuitive eating vibe. So if this is something that you can do, it's just, again, listening to your body, asking it what it wants. Um, and don't listen to it if it says six labs of chocolate, because that's probably just your brain, <laughs> not your body. <laughs> But like I said, just listening to what your body wants, like feeling into over what do I feel like right now. And you'll see the more you practice it and the more you get in tune with your actual body, the easier it becomes to eat intuitively. Um, obviously, if you are someone that is in a rut where you're eating very unhealthy at the moment and like you need guidance on how to eat more healthy, then we would advise that maybe you reach out to someone who has more knowledge and ask them like what would... Be a healthier diet. I mean, if you think about it at the end of the day, it's quite simple. If it comes from McDonald's or in a packaging or like something and you can't really tell what it was before it got onto your plate, it's probably not the healthiest thing. Whereas anything that grows out the ground, off the trees, from nature, those are healthier options for you. Um, So nothing processed nothing that's pumped full of sugar or like weird ingredients i mean if you read the ingredients on the back of any product and there's more than like two or three ingredients it probably isn't that good for you um but you like i said just eat what you enjoy but eat healthier versions of what you enjoy and you'll see the healthier you eat the more you actually don't want to eat crap anymore because it doesn't taste nice it just tastes salty or oily or unnatural like your taste buds will evolve and you'll start to enjoy eating healthier, especially when you see the health effects it has on the rest of your life and on your body, I think.
0: I agree. I feel like when you are stuck in a rut of eating foods that are unhealthier, and when I say unhealthier, I genuinely mean that they are not the greatest food choices for the functioning of your body. So it's not to say that you have a bad diet or you have a good diet it's just there are foods that just don't do well for your body they have no real good yes they have nutrients and they have calories but they don't have a functioning great purpose besides the fact that it will keep you alive because it's food so, the things that you obviously want to avoid when it comes to eating healthier like rocks was saying i think if you're stuck in that rut of eating foods that are generally more unhealthy you get used to it, but you know that you don't feel great. You know, you don't have the normal amount of energy that you could have. You know that your body's not functioning at a hundred percent where it could be. There's all these little red flags that you will experience. You may be lethargic. You may have whatever the situation is, but the minute you start eating healthier foods, you feel that change in yourself every single day. And The feeling after you eat, and I don't know if this is just a personal experience as well or just my point of view, but the healthier food that I eat and when my body feels better, I feel good because it's like I've done that to myself. So it's almost like a self-gratification where you've now nourished your body instead of giving your body something bad. And I think that's also a really exciting process to go through with yourself to know that You are the one that's nourishing your body in the correct way. And like Rox was saying, it's what works for you. Like some people may thrive on eating a salad for lunch. They love to eat a salad. Like I love to make big salads for lunch. But there are people who really struggle with bloating and gas that wouldn't be able to eat half the stuff that I eat in a salad, but might want to eat something else for lunch that's beneficial to their body. And it's not saying that one is healthy and one is not healthy. It's picking what works best for you. And the more you are in tune with what works for you and what doesn't i mean there's people out there that literally have no idea why they feel the way that they feel after they eat and then you get people that know that it's a a red onion if there's a piece of red onion in their salad they'll bloat like some people are very in tune with their bodies and then you get other people who just have no idea so i think Having that process with yourself and going through that and being able to eliminate things and go, okay, well, this must be bugging me. You know, maybe I blow from chickpeas. Maybe this is what makes my stomach uncomfortable. And being able to choose the best possible foods for your body to function at 100% is going to make you feel amazing. And also processing with hydration. Hydration is super important. Water is everything. Like before even having healthy food groups in your diet water is so 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 important like we were talking about sleep being super important earlier and I definitely would put like sleep and hydration at the top of the list it's really really important and also I mean Rox was talking about us not agreeing with diets I don't agree with dieting and I also don't agree with telling people that they need it you have to drink two liters of water a day you have to drink three liters you have to drink You must drink water when you are thirsty, like hydrate your body, be in tune with your body. You know, okay, I'm thirsty. I'm going to have a glass of water. We all have those days where I know, I mean, I have way too many cups of coffee and I'm like, I should be drinking water now because I am actually thirsty, but it's not, I know I have to drink water. I know that I'm thirsty. So listen to your body and just go with it from there. Yeah,
1: it's like, this is when I always just wish that basic nutrition was taught to us in school. It's such an important aspect. Like it really affects- our energy, our health. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like people do not realize that what you put into your body really affects your health, not only in the short term, but in the long term as well. I mean, if you are constantly shoving your face full of sugar-filled foods, the chances of you becoming diabetic down the line are a lot higher or even um, getting cancer because sugar actually feeds cancer cells. So um, there's so many things you can do and just by changing your diet to help improve your longevity in terms of your short term and your long term health and it goes back to that saying like you won't put coke in your petrol tank but you'll put it in your body so I think it's just learning to understand that if your body is your temple like why would you put anything into it that damages it or isn't um fueling at the best Like, you want to put foods in your body that are high in nutrients, high in vitamins, high in minerals, um, give you the best types of calories for your body so your body utilizes them in the best way. It doesn't store any, like, additional fats, sugars, whatever it is that's been pumped into most of the foods that we buy off the shelves today. I think it's just, this is why I wish we learned it in school because people are so um ignorant and not because of their own doing because of the schooling system and the way we brought up and mass marketing from mcdonald's and coca-cola and all these people like enforcing that it's cheaper it's easier and it's not that bad for you And actually i mean it's a multi-million dollar industry they're gonna tell you all these things to keep making all this money so if we had learned in school just the basics of why eating healthy is so good for you and like for your health, for your mindset, for your um, vitality, for your energy, for like everything, I think it would just be such a game changer. There'd be less sickness, less
0: illness, less everything. <laughs> I completely agree with you. I feel like, I mean, I'm no longer vegan, but when I was vegan for, I was vegan for two and a half years and literally the minute, uh, and I'm not but mean saying you guys all need to go vegan but my lifestyle change I still put it down to that was the reason that I still to this day touch wood have not been sick in almost like three years not so much as like a sore throat or any nose but it's because I was fueling myself with all the good nutrients and it's not to say I ate a healthy diet like yes I did eat a healthy diet if you want to call it that but it's that I was fueling my food, my my body with the foods that were best for it and fueling myself with vitamins and minerals. And like Rox was talking about earlier, how important it is for immune systems and all of that. That boils down to your food as well. If you're someone that lives on sugary processed foods, you probably are a lot quicker than somebody else that that doesn't. So that's just my last little point about healthy foods. And then our last point on list (laughs) our last point on the physical list is rest and i love that we have this here because i think it's super important to realize that rest and sleep are two different things so being able to rest and being asleep are two different things yes you will feel rested and recuperated after sleeping but they both have different functions for your mind and your body so when you're sleeping like we were talking about earlier you go through all of those changes but resting is also allowing yourself to just sit down and take a breath but you're still obviously awake so enjoy reading or you enjoy just sitting and doing absolutely nothing you need to be able to take that time and rest yes I know it's difficult a lot of us live like we were saying very busy lifestyles everything is go 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 and you just think you're almost made to feel guilty if you take time for yourself in the day to sit down and just actually breathe And it's not normal, it's not the way we're supposed to function as human beings, it's not the way anyone is supposed to function, you have to be able to sleep, and I'm not saying to you go to bed at night, you You need to sleep for 10 hours a day and then you need to take three hours rest time during the day as well, like no one's saying that at all, it's exactly what we've spoken about with movement and with food and all of the good things. You need to realize what works for you. You may feel rested if you sit down and chill out for 10 minutes at your lunch break. Or you may be someone who wants to finish work a little bit earlier in the evenings and spend an hour reading. Like whatever your rest time is for you, make sure you're taking that time to sit down, recharge your batteries so that you can show up for yourself even more after you've rested. Because there's nothing worse than feeling burnt out. Uh, Honestly, that's like my worst feeling in the world.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think... Rest is so super important. And I think for me, rest is just when you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed or like you have too much on your plates, just taking 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour if you can and not thinking about all these things that are causing you stress and anxiety. Like go, sit outside, make a cup of coffee, have a smoke, whatever it is that you do, just Allow yourself to be fully present in the moment. Let your brain let go of everything all the craziness all the manicness that's happening within and around you in your life. And just be in the moment. Don't You don't have to think about anything. You don't have to do anything. Just really relaxing, letting go, not worrying about anything. Just like immersing yourself in the moment. And I think the best way to do that is to use your five senses. So smell the smells around you see the things around you listen to the sounds around you like feel um whatever you may be sitting on feel it um what's the last sense <laughs> always forget the fifth one touch. Um, yeah touch taste Oh, taste as well so if you ask having coffee or having lunch outside like really taste in each sip each bite that will bring you back into the present moment and it's so so important because like b said we like brought up in this hustle culture where um <clears throat> taking rest is seen as like oh i don't have time for rest i'm so successful because i don't i never rest and to be honest i feel like there's a huge shift in where the world is going in terms of hustle culture versus like you do whatever the fuck works for you culture. (laughs) And the people who are learning that rest is so important are actually fucking thriving right now because they are not burning out. They are not overwhelmed. They are not anxious. They are not stressed because they are planning their days with their self-care and their like mental health as their number one priority and everything else that falls within that career, happiness, relationships, that all thrives as well because you're always bringing your best into all of those situations. So for me, like I'm so blessed to be able to work for myself, but what I found works best for me is to on Monday, hit the ground running, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, are my days where I get shit done and then I have a four-day weekend. Like if I have stuff that I need to still get done on Thursday and Friday, I'll do it. But it's more like the fun stuff that I leave that doesn't have a deadline or that I can do on Thursday or Friday, or even next week Thursday or Friday, or even Monday or Tuesday if if I need to. It's not like that stuff that has deadlines to it. And for me, that works perfectly because by Monday again, I'm ready to hit the ground running and I get shit done. And then I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, on my days where I do whatever the fuck I want. So I'm not saying everyone can do that, but make that time for rest because you'll just find you'll be more productive and proactive in everything you like to do. And don't tell me that you don't have time for rest. If you are watching TV at night or scrolling through Instagram, Please go look at your screen time on your phone. That is time that you could take as rest for yourself. So I think everyone has this excuse: "I'm too busy. I don't have time." You have time. And you just not prioritizing that time for yourself.
0: I love that you were talking about Instagram because I was actually going to say that. I think it's so important to remove distractions in your time of rest as well because. I know with me, for example, there may be times where I'm feeling overwhelmed and I just need like five minutes and I'll take my cup of coffee and go and sit outside. But then instead of like listening to the birds and looking at the things around me, I end up sitting on my phone, which makes me more anxious because now I'm just sitting and scrolling through Instagram, where I now know when I go for my rest, sometimes I don't take my phone with me because it becomes a distraction. Even if I've got my phone with me and I'm like, I'm not going to touch it. At some point, I either pick it up to check the time or I pick up to look at a message. So when you're going to when you are going to rest, make sure that you eliminate possible distractions or possible things that will make you more anxious or make you feel less rested, Um, because then it's not really a rest. You can't really call it a rest if you don't feel rested afterwards. So make sure you eliminate distractions for yourself for me my uh, distraction when I rest is definitely my cell phone so I think it might be for a lot of people but for you it could be anything I mean you could be sitting like Rox is saying super blessed to do what we do and be able to work for ourselves but you maybe be someone who's sitting in an office and you really just need five minutes of breathing time in between doing emails because you feel super flustered Don't take that five minutes sitting at your desk in front of your screen that's making you anxious. Literally walk to the bathroom, whether it's in a bathroom stall or whether you walk down the stairs in the building to the bottom and all the way back to the top, whatever it is, leave your phone, leave your computer, but try not to surround yourself with the stuff that is making you anxious in the first place because it's obviously not gonna help your resting period.
1: I love that you say that because it actually reminded me of, um, this is ages ago I was working for a company and there was a goal that works at the desk opposite me and she came back and she had this huge smile on her face. She's like, Oh, I feel so much better. I just went and did a guided meditation. Now this was probably like 10 years ago. So I looked at this chick and I was like, what the hell? Why are you meditating at work? Like you shouldn't <laughs> be like, this is obviously like old conditioned Roxy, but I think now thinking back to that, I'm like, that girl was so fucking like on the ball. She just took her, she her earphones, went and sat in the bathroom Put in a guided meditation, like completely centered herself, like brought herself back, did some breath work, got back to office and was ready to hit the ground running again. So I'm like, you can do these types of things no matter where you are. It's just making it a priority and separating yourself from the situation that is causing stress, anxiety, whatever it may be. And just doing something, even if it's for five minutes for yourself, that will just calm the nervous system, calm your mind calm everything and just bring you back into a state where you can continue being productive
0: yes i love that a state where you can continue being productive (laughs) that was a good list
1: yeah i love that so i think like just like to recap these are things that are like no-brainers that can really contribute to your physical um, health and obviously which can be incorporated into your self-care routine. Um, But this should be like an everyday thing because you're not gonna get anywhere by only eating healthy for one day, if that makes sense. But yeah, just really, I think it's so important to start to get more in tune with your body and listen to your body. Like we were saying, if you feel thirsty, drink water. If you um, feel hungry, nourish yourself with good foods. If you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious, get a little bit of rest time. Um... If you're feeling tired, demotivated, agitated, try to get more sleep. There's just like such simple quick fixes that you can use to contribute to your mood, to your productivity, to your health, to your vitality, to everything that just boils down to like treating, giving your temple what it needs.
0: Give your temple what it needs. I like it. That's going to be the, the name of this episode. Give your temple what it needs. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I'm
1: like, no, I don't have
0: to think about it. <laughs> yeah. But guys, it's so important to take care of physical. So obviously this was the first episode of our new series. And like we said, physical should be one of the most easy things for you to try to take control of um, when it comes to injecting a little bit of self-care into your life. So with the physical this done, we really hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll enjoy this series with us. Um, I think everyone needs a little bit of self-care in their life. So if there's one episode that works for you, great. If they all work for you, even better. But we love to hear your feedback. So if you guys are going to be following this um, series and listening to all the episodes, we'd love to hear from you and to hear how you're enjoying it. And then maybe after the self-care series, we can start another series.
1: Mm, and maybe we can do a self care challenge again. I think we did something similar, yes. but I think that would be fun.
0: Yes, I feel like they're always fun and it helps us all to just inject a little bit of self care into our lives.
1: Definitely. So I think if you want to be a part of any challenges we have going forward, um, I think the link's in our bio on Instagram. I'm like, it's been a long while since we've done that, but I'm pretty sure it is. Just to sign up to our mailing list because we will always send out an email when we start new challenges. So if you guys want to keep up to date with our newest episodes, um, with what's going on within our lives and the podcast life um, and the challenges, of course, then you can click the link now by on Instagram. It's at health and harmony goals, all spelled out, no symbols, no nothing. And then yeah, you can take part in in our lives going forward <laughs>
0: yay come and join us <laughs> yes. well,
1: for listening guys as always we love you to the ends of the earth without you we would be talking to each other anyone <laughs> else we're
0: Jane,
1: yes. so bad <laughs> but we love the support and the feedback that you guys show us so keep on doing it and we hope you guys have a beautiful week
0: See you next week bye thank you so much for
1: joining us today we love spreading the light with our healing tribe of humans to get to know us
0: better follow us on instagram and facebook at health and harmony goals or check out our website at www.health-harmony.co.za that's health-harmony.co.za until next time keep healing our world